Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Just before we take our seats, this, after, this evening while I was praying for the service, I kept hearing the hand of God and I have a word of the Lord for someone and God says to tell you welcome to your full-blown season. Of his outstretched arm. It says that it's going to be a season of running over. Running over. Between October and the end of the year. Running over. Running over. Running over. Running over. Lift your two hands to God. I call you blessed. Oh, I wish you could say louder, Amen. I call you blessed. 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 The honor in which they bestow upon a king, let that be your experience from today. The honor in which they bestow upon a king, let that be your own recognition today. In the name of Jesus Christ, let men see you and do you good. Let men see you and do you favor. In the authority of Jesus Christ, I decree and declare everything you did not experience from the month of January up until now. Let there be a collage, a coming together. And in this one month, by the force of the Spirit, I command and decree you begin to experience it. You begin to have it. You begin to do it. I command acceleration. I command acceleration. I command acceleration. Where men has pitied you, let them begin to join you in rejoicing. Where men has shut doors for you, let them begin to join you in opening them up. In the name of Jesus, every Esther in your palace, I compel them right now to be enforced to do you good. I compel them right now to be enforced to go into the king's palace to speak on your behalf. Shira para kotele makara pala dega susa. Eramando kopara. 
for whosoever in this church, those physically present and those watching online, you have had a season of being tired of praying because you've prayed but you've not seen it come to pass. In the authority of Christ in whom I serve, I stand in gap as your pastor for you today. And I command the heavens on your behalf. Let the harvest begin now. Let the harvest begin right now. Jelik akpof azes akai akrobalakete ekik ozapa tekapai lela harvest. Let the harvest begin right now. Everyone you ought to meet, you meet them. In the name of Jesus. Every book that has your answer, they come to you. In this hour, angels are compelled to move on your behalf to bring your harvest to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Remena fara dele cosa para dele foco banda cabarande cade eramanda aramandas sheramanda cabaha aramango susa para gata lama corabana calabanda coraba gele brodo cobre diga fara everyone stretch for your two hands and pray in the Holy Ghost stretch for your two hands and pray in the Holy Ghost if you are watching online please don't be a spectator stretch for your two hands and pray in the Holy Ghost Alema Coramina, a melacomeliga, a caramana copes, a faramena coba, a caparagatobe, a ramacoperama caleporas, a paracopelemocotelemaha, Sharamocopradiga farama. Finances and money that would compel you and enforce you to share testimonies, not because you are willing to share it, but it's too good to be true kind. I come a libro catele potogas a capara da fara copele monoca paladia a rabande. What is rightfully yours, let it begin to come to you. What has been held down for you and has not been handed over to you, I command it right now to begin to come to you. In the name of Jesus, I compel the people who are ought to, who ought to come to harvest your crops. Let them begin to harvest it for you. Listen, just this week, three people shared testimonies with me just between yesterday and the, the kind of testimonies. And please, media, if you have the, the, um, the, the email for testimonies, I know that a lot of people 
for some reason prefer or rather love to share the testimonies with me but there's so much that I cannot even remember um, so please want to compel you um, employ you to um, from time to time yes you can share with the pastors but please put it on the uh, what's that email again newexperiences.org at we are the new.org alright new experiences alright do we talk about do we announce this every week let's, let's put that going forward please just you know document your testimonies and just share it alright just share it with with me or with the church so that it's documented there um, someone shared a testimony with me is it this week or last week um one of the two uh, and the testimony was that you know she got to work I think oh no not last week the week we did um, supernatural acceleration yes the, that week the, that same week at the office I think it was on Monday or Tuesday they came to her in the office and they gave her a new letter and increased her salary by 60% now you might not know what that means in the Buari economy you know, someone shared a testimony with me yesterday about how she was in a financial fix and, you know, she just felt in her heart that she should just, she'd, you know, find a way if she could borrow the money or not borrow the money. And then she just remembered that, you know what, let me go and pray with that PS's um, one-hour prayer. And so she got on it. And while she was praying that one-hour prayer, she prayed all through the one hour and she just had an idea that she should call one of her clients who was supposed to give her a job or who has said they were going to give her a job but you know the job was for a later month and there was still some money there was some money that you know she was supposed to the client was supposed to pay her had not paid her any part, any part of the money at all for the job right and then the client she called the client and said oh you know that, that job I know we've not done it yet but um, can I bill ahead and the client said okay how much do you want to collect and she just told the clients the money in millions and the client did not even think about it. said okay no negotiation no yeah remove just the exact amount in millions and transferred it to her in 10 minutes are you hear what I'm saying someone shared a testimony with me today very powerful testimony just before I came here today I dedicated a house online now it's not even Nigeria uh -huh. somebody in the church bought a house in the United Kingdom cash is not a go you see when God begins to move in our midst let me tell you something God is moving seriously in the new I, I really pray that you are not just watching the kind of things my ears is hearing in fact sometimes as pastor like we pastor will say we'll be thinking to ourselves that wait are you sure I'm, I'm blessing myself? <laughs> so lift your hands to God. I'm just going to pray one prayer that the Lord put in my heart. I command real estates, landed properties, unusual ones, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let favor begin to speak for you from this seconds. Let those who ought to remember you. You know, let me tell you something. 
there are some things you have done and there are some things your parents or people who have been good to you have done Melfiboshe had no need or had no contract or business whatsoever with David it was his father there are blessings that can be passed on are you hear what I'm saying in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I command every inheritance you ought to have entered I command you enter into them right now let your bands overflow let your cup run over let your 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 pastures be greener let strangers feed your flocks in the mighty name of Jesus put your hands together for the Lord hallelujah you may be seated praise the Lord alright good evening everyone oh I didn't hear you very well good evening everyone let me try it again good evening everyone those watching online you're welcome to church good evening good evening good evening um, let's make it a custom let's share the link on our social media channels um, this this should just be a custom and a lifestyle and I'm thankful that today I'm going to be teaching on something very you know powerful it's, it's really going to help and bless every one of us tremendously are you ready for the word are you ready for the word can you make some noise to God let the people online hear you come on make some noise one more time to God alright some, some good announcements alright um, from tomorrow um, the new Lekki will be starting its own midweek service so if you walk on the island and um, you know you, you just want to beat the traffic or you don't want to beat the traffic just want to wait it out on Tuesday, on Wednesdays what time? 7pm at um, the Best Spoke Event Center um, I think it's second roundabout or third roundabout right? Best Spoke is an event center you can't miss it it's a very um, known event center just google it and just be there it's going to be a prayer meeting now let me say this when the new first started, just some of you might not know this. When the new first started, we actually started out as midweek services, actually started out as prayer meetings. We, we, we would not say anything like teaching, it was just prayer. All right? I would teach a few, maybe two, five minutes there and pray. And for three, four hours, pray, 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 pray. So if you feel the burden to pray, just you want to spend a long time to pray right um, on Wednesdays some, some of you from mainland can decide to just drive there uh, it's 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 built something inside of you I'm telling you and if you're on the island you walk on the island you live on the island you know those watching online you have friends and families who you know that should be a part of this all right just invite them um, I'm gonna be talking about evangelism today and I think it's a good time to you know speak on some of these things so the new lucky starting their midweek service glory be to God 
All right, let's get into the word. Father in heaven, how we love you. We lift your name in all the earth. May your kingdom be established in our praises. As your people, we declare your mighty work, save. Who was it is? Pray in the Spirit. Come, come play with me if you don't pray in the Spirit. Sing, blessed be. having a stomach upset so usually your parents or our parents or you sometimes would recommend Andrew Neva salt right and you use it and then sometimes you you take it and you feel like you're, you feel a little bit better see worship is that soothing relief that you can just hide yourself in especially when it's congregational when there are several voices and everyone is singing the same thing to one person Yah himself just raising our voices to him it's so it's so it's so beautiful you know i can do this for three three hours straight just on and 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 sometimes the lifting of the burden the bible says the anointing that breaks the yoke sometimes it's not just prayer or the exercise of sometimes it's just Father, I just rest in you. I just sometimes it's not even you singing the songs, it's just you boxing in the euphoria of his presence, just waving to him. And sometimes worship is just the imagination of the greatness of his power. Just thinking about the stars, thinking about the seas, thinking about the galaxy. Oh, what a God you are! Thinking about your life, thinking about your journey, thinking about how fire has brought you, thinking about the fact that. January started how many months ago? We're in October already. Thinking about the future, you just dare wraps in it. And when you say, blessed be the Lord God Almighty, you are actually endorsing and declaring His power. Worship is a lifestyle. It must be part of you. It's not one of the things we do to get the word ready. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not one of the activities of service. 
It's not one of the things we do to get the atmosphere ready, then the pastor can now preach. It's like, okay, can we get over the worship? Can we get into the word? That's the word right there. Glory be to God. According to your knowledge and your will for me, what you said you have done, I just need to ask. Because you are not a man that Those that know you will with an I say I love God more than you. Ask the person, do you, do you know? Okay, look for someone else and say I love God more than you. <laughs> ask the person, are you, do you know? I mean, you want to ask God yourself. It will give you a loud... 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory for this day. We thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit that is very tangible right in this place. Spirit of the living God, we ask that you would open up our eyes to the things that are unseen. You would empower us with your word. You would strengthen us by your spirit. You would communicate to us your hidden truth. And so that we can live our lives solely by your truth and the truth of no other person. Let this word as it comes out of my mouth, let it build us up. Let it open up our eyes. Let it empower us. We declare that the word would come unhindered, uninterrupted by any satanic influence or activity. And we ask that at the end of the day, we would only not be hearers of the word, but we will be doers of the word. And so we receive grace to do. We receive grace to do. We receive grace to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to God. All right, we started a new teaching series for the midweek services. And if you understand, what we do in the new is that on Sundays, we have a particular line of teaching series. While on Tuesdays, we have another line of teaching series. Last month, the month of of September, we focused on Tuesdays on the local assembly. And we talked about the church, the importance of the church, and the likes. And we brought some doctrinal balance to, those, to, to that subject. And then on Sundays, we focused on righteousness and redemption. Now then, for this month of October, we are focused on two parts. Number one, on Tuesdays, we're going to be focused on evangelism. And then on Sundays, we are going to be focused on prayer. All right? And these two subjects are so crucial. And it's the responsibility of the church. Because you see, the church is like what we should term as like a, like a classroom. Because you see, if you study for the maths, I never got it right. If you study for the maths, and you know a part of the equation, or let me just put it this way, you know the equation when you see it, but you do not know how to apply it to, the, to what they've given to you to solve. Even though you know the equation, you can never get the answer right. Meaning that you can come to church, but you would always pay for your ignorance in life. You would pay for your ignorance. And you see, either you know it or not, you will pay for something. Sometimes, you would pay, and you see, when people hear the word, you will pay for it. Some people think the devil comes to steal something from you, then he's paying for it. Meaning that your knowledge can be subdued by higher knowledge. You can get into a conversation, and that conversation buried a thought inside of you, and are subdued to all of the knowledge of that subject you knew all your life. Something has been stolen from you. And so this is why it is very important that as a church, there are subjects, critical subjects in our Christian faith 
that we must understand whereby you as a Christian there are some things you should just know I'm telling you there are certain things you should just know there are certain things that you should not be saying oh it's just like can you imagine it's just like a tailor they ask a ta- apprentice tailor say you want to do tailoring say yes I want to do tailoring they say yeah go and bring um, scissors there and the tailor gets there and say I did not see scissors and they show and say hey, this is called scissors now that tailor if you give that tailor your clothes you know that <laughs> but you get what I'm saying it's the same way as believers if you don't understand certain things in the Bible you will be tossed to and fro by any wind of doctrine and so there are some subjects that are critical they are basic foundational teachings that we must know and one of which is the subject on evangelism now wait a minute I can bet you I'm not in anybody's heart right yet but I can bet you that the moment I said the month of October on Tuesdays we're going to be talking about evangelism so we were sad because what came to most people's mind if I say the month of October we're going to talk about the force of breakthrough say Kaba somebody said Kaba Yala I, this pastor they tell her and they tell her say, this, this guy is a big word all he said things about evangelism he said mm. and I don't get evangelism units for this church but when it comes to that subject it's like a teaching for a sect or a kind of people but let's think about it crucially why do we come to church to be empowered why do we come to church why did Christ die wasn't it for the sinners and what we call the great, greatest commission who did he hand it over to to you and I so the reason why we actually come to church is to be empowered for conversion did you hear what I said have you noticed that one of the strategies of the devil is not sometimes to take away what you see but to help you pay attention to something else other than the most important thing that you ought to see when Jesus says seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and you see sometimes we must learn how to take the word of God the way it is seek ye first the kingdom I would have thought that when Jesus was dying the last statement to his disciples would have been go and build me a bungalow or go and build me a mansion or go and build me a skyscraper and that's why I keep saying this in the eulogy of any person that dies you would never see how many cars they have houses they built clothes they had what you see there is the impact on the sands of time so sometimes we must learn how to go to the end and start from the beginning and this is why subject like this is very crucial and very important I remember when I was growing up one of my uh, one of our um, what's the name Sunday school teacher used to sh- crack this joke and when she's talking about evangelism she would say you know how we do in assembly lines 
when they say you come here this person so if you want to do food go and queue under this person if you want to do PE you know that kind of thing so my our teacher then will say um, Sunday school teacher will say that if you are not a soul winner he said when you get to heaven and God says oh yeah everybody go and meet the person that got you born again that some of you you are only going to be alone you not be looking at the back that is the air Ategun. Then God will now say, Na joke, oh joke, oh. don't go and take it as doctrine, or oh joke. Then God will now say, You go back to the earth and bring out at least find something come for us for a year now. Why are you coming here alone? It's just like somebody. <laughs> it's just like someone that traveled all the way from and now came back empty-handed. You went to America. Now say, what do you bring? And I say, ah, the air in that place. Is it breeze we want to eat? It not bring chocolate. It did not bring bread. <laughs> At least you branch and buy a gege bread now. <laughs> so we send you back because the proof of your existence is souls. Ah. You know, sometimes these things are so simple that you might not hear it. Let me say it again. Your, the proof of your existence is souls. Who would have your reference number on his letter before the Father? Who would have your reference? Who would have your code number before the Father? Who would have your code number? Who would thank God that, ah, God, you brought Bola Day to my life? Thank you, Jesus. Do you know there are some people that will never be popular? from amongst us that's the honest truth alright but there are people who would make the people who are going to be popular popular by getting them known to Christ and they've done their they've done their assignment on the earth and this is a very important subject as believers to talk about now I want to start out talking about this with the concept of infiltration I've used that word a number of times and this evening I decided to check out the meaning of infiltration I was checking out something today and I found that just last week Virgin Air oh, oh should I mention the name of the airline but one airline <laughs> I've said it already decided that going forward you can dress their air hostesses male and female can dress how they feel alright so if the male wakes up and feel like I feel like a woman today she can decide to go and wear the woman air hostess clothes and wear it and be fine same with the, ma- the, the woman you know so they have confused all of us so now you have to ask the person, you know, are you? <laughs> and so in the grand scheme of things, you would realize, I'm going somewhere, guys, though. So just follow me. In the grand scheme of things, you will realize that we are sometimes excited in church by just saying we are, we're going to take the nations. If I say, any nation take a year, say, you 
we take it, we take it. Then, the things to do to take, we don't want to know it. We don't want to apply ourselves to it. It's not really an important subject for us because we, we are saved. Let me say something to you. The more people get saved, the lesser evil on the earth. The more people get saved, the lesser people. Global warming is not the solution on the earth. It's Jesus announcing. Did you hear what I said there? Global warming is not the solution of the earth. It is the announcement of Jesus. And so from time to time like this in church, we should have these kinds of teaching. I spent almost 15 minutes to talk about why we need these kinds of teaching. Because it's very important. Glory be to God. Write how many people that has gotten born again through you this year. You can write zero ahead. Everybody go ahead. Everybody look over. Oh yeah, now, right. How many people do you think because I know that some of you, you send your angels to go and minister to them. All right. How many people do you think has gotten born again through you? Write it down. Number two, how many people have you told about Christ? I'm serious. Write it down. How many people have you told about Christ this year? About Christ. And number three, how many people have come to your local assembly through you this year? Write it down. Write it down. Then, write 7 billion people on the earth put 7 billion then score yourself no 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 don't close your book go pastor see score yourself everybody let's score yourselves everyone online score yourself is it zero over one or uh, Alright, now the definition of infiltration. Is someone following me this morning, this evening? Just follow me. I found out the definition of infiltration today for the first time. I know what it means, but I went to check it out online myself. And I found a very striking thought about infiltration here. He says, the action of entering or gaining access to an organization, a camp, a sector, a people, especially in order to acquire secret information and cause a damage to them. Let me say it again. It's an action of entering or gaining access to an organization, a sector, a people, especially in order to acquire secret information and cause a damage. That's infiltration. You know, one of the questions I always ask myself, and now entering to the heart of my message, is this Christianity, what is our plan? Have we thought about it? What is our agenda? What is the purpose of this faith we call Christianity? What are we 
trying to even achieve you know if you look at some religion like the Muslims and I mean the greatest religion ever if you want to look for a religion I don't think Christianity is a religion anyway but it's still the Christian it's Christianity but there are people we call terrorists and those people they breed them from the age of five years five there is a working on their mind from the age of five that at the age of three four five thereabouts they start sending some people to some schools at least as a muslim most of these people start is it kill or whatever yeah so they start to teach them arabic they start to teach them how to pray they start to teach them how to all of those things they go through do you know one of the things that shocked me because my late mom was muslim before she converted to a christian do you know they used to do this long fast right i don't know how many months it is but whatever that's their own do you know that the people from the age of 10 are compelled to do those fastings as well there's a training there's a plan there's an agenda to take over i hope you also know that even what we call terrorism is an agenda and it's not an agenda it's an agenda of conversion they are trying to bring everybody back to their prophets it's an agenda it's not just that people are just loose and they just want to kill people they they believe in the supremacy of that prophet than any other thing and so they get angry that you are abusing my prophet or you are not following the patterns of the prophet but we who have a superior knowledge a superior understanding and most importantly a superior life which is the zoe why did jesus come to the earth the bible is very clear the scripture many of you know is the very reason john 10 10 john 3 16 the thief cometh but to steal kill and destroy but i have come that you may have life and life abundantly in the book of john chapter 3 verse 16 we all quote that scripture for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him would do what not perish but have everlasting life so what jesus came to do was to give a higher life higher life and we who have the higher life we who operate the higher life we are shy talking about that higher life and there are people who are more enforced to ensure that people die to hear their savior or who they call their savior pardon me they don't mind killing people but there is sort of like a casual living as Christians that I tell you the honest truth many Christians are very myopic about them we have decreased our superior God to the God that only gives but not the God that out of you can pull in a multitude to him so you can think what can I do for you but in that song you are really saying what can you do for me first before I can do for you next and so the doctrines 
of repentance, the doctrines of evangelism, the doctrines of, um, of baptism, water, whatever, the Holy Ghost, is not the doctrine that church people really want to hear. It's the doctrine of how will I be the first among many brethren. How can I enter into safety? How can I break through quickly before the door of breakthrough is shut? As though God is trying to shut it. And then we are living in the midst of chaos. And we are the same people, we don't mean what we say, guys. We are the same people that say, you know, the master of the Lord shall be exalted. But the actions to go side by side with our utterance is missing. It's like one who has a uphill vision but a downhill habit. You have a big vision but down habits. How would that happen? Angels don't preach the gospel. Christ himself cannot come back and preach the gospel. God all power cannot preach the gospel. It's been given to man on the earth to preach the gospel. And so sometimes we need to come back to this sober reflection and ask ourselves critical questions. Wait, what are we really doing? Honestly, what are we really doing? I just did a short mass for you today. We have 7 billion people. How many people have you told about Christ this year? How many people have you told about Jesus? How many people have you gotten born again? How many people have you invited to your church? Over 7 billion people. Now let's do a little bit backside of that. How many times have you prayed for money this year? How many times have you prayed for a house this year? How many times have you prayed for husband and wife? And God has no problem with those things. He knows you have needs of those things and he wants to give you those things. But we can't be saying we are sons and not defend the house of our father. I'm telling you the truth. We cannot be saying we are sons. I'm the child. I am a child of God. Do you know what it means to be saying I am a child of God? Would you see the thief coming to your biological father's house and you know you can beat the thief, not the one you cannot beat up? You know you, you know you can beat this one blue black and I just watch him steal or take everything and go. You know that's what we do. It's just like take everything and go but don't take my shoe. That's what we are doing to souls. Can they just take them to hell but you just give me my own blessing. Don't take my shoes oh. My shoes that I bought. Don't take it oh. If we get to heaven the basket I'm not saying there's a basket of your prayers. I'm just using that as an analogy. The basket of your prayers will be filled with self than God. When we begin to open it, it will be self, 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 self. And I tell you something. Could it be the reason why some people have not entered into the next level? Because sometimes for God to perpetuate new things with you, it must first allow you to ignore self for a new you to start. When you start praying about something about your life and you are not seeing it, God wants... See, somebody told me something one day. The person said very powerful and I got what was saying by the spirit the person said when God sees your heart that you think masses it gives you a vision that accommodates masses and resources that can attend to those masses when God begins to see you think larger than you see he's compelled to give you what is required to do it because God thinks nations don't, don't get it twisted. God is not thinking you alone. Yes, he loves you, but he's thinking the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It wasn't an easy task to do. 
because he was compelled by, 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 by the act of what happened in the Garden of Eden. He had to give Jesus up. Give himself up. Now, the very person he gave up for us is that same very person we are using to get something back for us. And then we can see many... Do you know how many people... Listen, everyone, I want to say something very powerful. Do you know how many people who have passed through you who were not saved and are in hell? Some of them are in your office. Some of them are in your, and your neighbors. It don't even makes it worse when you're in a country like Nigeria when it's an increased level of self. When you have... 20 cars who is ready to take 20 people each but we still fight to enter the car because the, the concept of who, who makes it first is heightened in a nation like this place so we can come to church every single day and say oh God I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed but God is saying okay, now you're blessed can you bless the world? Can you just can I just use your lips? Is that too hard? I gave you the lips anyway. Can I just use your lips? Do you know that there's people who don't even even the opportunity to share the word of God online, even on their WhatsApp stories alone, is a problem. They just feel like I don't want people to know that I'm a Christian guy or a Christian girl. I just I, they just they know me as a corporate professional. So you're going to corporately go back to heaven. And they're going, to, they're going to see you in heaven and say, welcome back. Just sit down here. <laughs> the proof of love is what you show. You can't tell me you love me if you are not openly affect, you know, displaying and talking about me. That's not love. Many of us, it is one, it's actually hate, twisted in love. Yeah. When we keep saying that, oh, I love you, I love you, but the love was initiated on what you would get, not what you can give. Guys, there are souls perishing. You see, when you go to the internet, you go on Netflix, you watch movies. Just, you don't even have to watch movies. My wife and I went to. Um, the mall one day this was like last week and we walked in there and we saw two people the moment we saw them my wife said babe did you see that and in my mind I was going back home and I was just thinking to myself this world you know it, music videos started out first in those days you know this, the, the top tank top or what do you call this thing crop top starts it's just the belly they started moving it moving it moving it moving it moving it I'm telling you in our own parents in our own children's generation it will be nude pure you can't even even when you yet if you go to the cinema and see PG or you just see 16 don't watch it though <laughs> because they, it's over There are some movies you can't even watch. Do you know that there are people who watch a movie and the spirit of masturbation starts? Do you 
what they call the devil is the prince of the power of the air his work is to enforce that the control of the air is in his authority and so the people who are supposed to be contending with the faith are the ones that are more myopic about contending with yourself listen nothing is written of you when you die apart from the impact on the sands of time who cares about your house it's going to be sold and God bless you you didn't train your children well they sell it before your burial they sell it before your burial they use the part of the money to bury and they eat the rest what is left of you is your impact on the earth and then God sees you in heaven and says welcome home thou good and faithful servant why? because you gave up your life you gave up your mouth for his cause let's stop saying what we don't mean yeah let's stop saying what we don't mean let's stop saying what we don't mean and so in the book of Mark chapter 16 verse 15 Mark 16 15 this was Jesus who just died resurrected and in his last words to his disciples in two um, different references it says and he said to them go into the world and preach the gospel to what? to what? say it again to what? say it again to what? that creature that I was talking about there was it only limited to man? Meaning that we will preach the gospel so they what will be left is to be preached to animal because we have covered man. But we never even cover man. <laughs> Do you know how in Lagos alone, how many souls, how many souls, <laughs> like this guy say, they are, they are in the lounge of life. Have you heard they talk about it? The, the patrol lounge going to hell how many souls do you know there are some of you here God has given you ministry for area boys but the fancy ministry of pulpit is what you want because of the glory and the glam that comes with pulpits nobody cares about this let your light so shine before men so that they can see their good works it's when they see their good works they say show me your God let me tell you something a man who converts somebody to God hear this who converts two to God and a man who spent five billion on the poor but had nothing God involved that man has more reward the other man that had two souls has more reward in heaven than that other one see when we say I've said it before when we say CSR CSR is great it's good every company should we encourage our companies to have it but you see when we say CSR that love there is God it must be back with compassion for what God wants to do Who has heard about the author and the finisher of your faith this year? Who? Look at your records. Look at your records. Now, if we, if we see our Father right now, God in heaven, can we show him what we have? Can we really show him that? 
Look at this. Jesus on his dying words he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You see the same thing also in Mark chapter 16 verse 20. Mark 16 20. And, it, and they went out and preached everywhere and the Lord working with them, confirming his word through the, through the accompanying signs. Alright? They went out everywhere and preached. They went out everywhere and preached. Romans chapter 10 and verse 14. And this is the critical thing of it. Because when Christ died, the responsibility of preaching the gospel was not on the Godhead anymore. It was no longer on the Godhead. They can't preach the gospel. The height the of what they can do is to create opportunities to preach the gospel and the ease for the gospel to be accepted. And the Holy Ghost can go as a lot of the habits ahead of you to make it easy with signs and wonders following and the power of the Spirit to let your words be fluid enough to be able to convict them by the Holy Ghost. But angels don't preach the gospel. They can at best come in the dream of someone but they can't share the gospel. You saw the same thing that happened with Philips. It takes a man, human being, to preach it. It then says in Romans chapter 10 verse 14, it says, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? How will they believe? How will they believe if they've never heard about him? He says that, that, and how shall they hear without a preacher? Oh, I bet you, when we talk about a preacher here, it wasn't talking about a representation of someone standing before you right now. It wasn't talking about a preacher man who carries megaphone and says, come to Christ. Yeah, that's part of it. But a preacher is not only a Christian lingua. Because we have sex preachers. We have pornography preachers. Are you hear what I'm saying? We have, you know, the messed up, you know, um, um, what they call that thing. Yeah, preachers, LGBT. We have, we have all sorts of vices. We have trafficking preachers, human trafficking preachers, which is one of the highest form of wickedness. That is spiritual wickedness. There are people who profit some of the people you see on the streets here who are beggars there are people whose business is to carry them there in the morning drop them there they make money and they collect the money from them and give them salary and I've noticed over and over and over again that the devil and his preacher men are so stern so straight so determined, so focused, so bold to preach their own gospel. But how come we who carry the real power of the Godhead, the power of the Spirit, the boldness himself, the lion himself, we are so timid, so fragile, so unsure. Listen, let me say something to you. God did not only promise you a better physical life on the earth he actually gave you a better life which is his life 
can we sometimes sit back and ask ourselves critical questions about your sojourn on the earth as a Christian? For the past three years, I've known Christ. For the past 20 years, I've given my life to Christ. For the past five years, I've given my life to Christ. What can we do a documentation? What have I impacted to the purpose of Christ on the earth? What have I added to his agenda on the earth? Am I adding or I'm taking away? When I was working in the foundation, we had kingpins who were chief human traffickers. They buy people. If I tell you how much they buy some human beings, horrible, 2K, 5,000 naira. They send them to different parts of the world and collect their money. Kingpins, they, they are bold about it. There are people whose business is to open brothels. And those girls are in their lock and key. You give a prostitute one million naira, she spends it today and go back there. Then in church we say, we want to build a center where we'll be discipling people. So 10K. Then people tweet and say, what? Church is just collecting our money. Can you see that the devil has perverted our thoughts? And if the preaching doesn't talk to your breakthrough, it's not important to you. It's not powerful. So the preachers who talk about coming to Christ, getting saved, they are not power preachers. But the ones that only talk about breakthroughs are the ones that, eh, not that one I want. But at the end of the day, can we ask ourselves a critical question? Tell me about your sojourn on the earth since you knew Christ. Listen, we didn't know Christ to know him for ourselves. We knew him to shout on the rooftop. Christ is not a kept secret. It's a projected name that we must project. I hope you know that there are people sitting down somewhere in Hollywood right now strategizing the next agenda with the government of the nation to break down the standards of God whereby in church the people who are supposed to collaborate to sit down to strategize are fighting each other why? he did not greet me first she didn't say hi to me the unit head spoke to me anyhow I've seen how demonic people can put their differences aside to attain an agenda but we, we are too consumed with self my heart, my pain my emotions, my, my, my my, my and the devil keeps giving you more reasons to have mine and that's why sometimes even in church we celebrate things so some people just share testimony and sometimes you hear self, self I'll tell you the honest truth guys this was one of those one of the, the, if I say I should project the testimonies that happen in this church the, the, the crowd unusual testimonies that I hear unusual one of the reasons why I said let's stop it for now because it was a particular Sunday I sat right there and someone came to share a testimony and all I was hearing in the testimony was just self what I did I, 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 I okay where is God in the end of it but you know how people wrap up testimony 
Glory be to God. Self. Jesus said, except the weight of grace falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. Self. So we need the preachers. We need the preacher man. It's not me holding the, holding the mic. It's you. If you look at the next verse, verse 15. Verse 15 says, And how shall they preach unless they are sent? How do you send? It says that it's written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. Who bring glad tidings of good things? How beautiful, beautiful are thy feet? When you talk about beautiful are the feet, let me connect it to when Jesus said, "When you go to a house and you want to preach the gospel and they don't welcome you there, what did he say?" He said, then another scripture of the Bible says, "Every place in the sole of thy feet steps." You do what? You take it. All right. If you look at those two, you would understand that there is a connection with feet and dominion. So what that scripture was talking about is, do you understand the authority and the dominion given to a soul winner? Ah, they missed it. Did you hear what I said there? The authority and the dominion given to a soul winner. I heard a story, T.L. Osborne said this. He said, one day we went to a crusade and we're preaching. Somebody came to ask those who were giving their life to Christ to come out. See, let me tell you something. There are, I want to enter into something which is different from this, but I want you to hear me. There are certain things that in the agenda of God on the earth, at least you should find yourself in one. Number one, according to no hierarchy givers givers intercessors soul winners that thing has nothing to those three it has nothing to do with your temperament it's decision do you use your temperament to eat say I'm temperament I don't eat ever or I'm temperament I don't like rice you will temperamentally go back to heaven. These are things you know that the, the attention of God on those three, heavy. So, what are the different types of evangelism? The different types of evangelism. Number one, daily as I live, Humble as I breathe, right? Often, let my whole life be expressions of your. Play it well for me, play it well for me. Daily as I breathe, often as I breathe, let my whole life We cry, we cry. Father, we cry, Father, 
hands one more time. We cry, Abba Father. One more time. We cry. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. One more time. One more time. We cry, our Father. Drop. We roar, our Father. Hallowed. 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 Daily and daily as I live. Let my whole life daily as I live as often let my whole life we cry. of evangelism you remember the story in the Bible when Elijah was faced with the prophets and what we call the fight of fire and he said choose this day whom you're going to serve if your God is God then let him bring fire if my God is God then let him bring fire the number one different types of evangelism number one is your life your life look at me everybody and I want to say some things here listen your life is the first gospel And I want to speak particularly male and female, but I want to touch some things for the women. And this might be the first time I'm saying this here openly or addressing some of these things. Please stop confusing unbelievers about who you are. Stop making it more difficult for them and stop presenting a God that anything goes. Can we stop presenting a God that I can show all my breasts and all my butts or whatever, but we are still cool, oh, 
and even though you are still cool is that the sign of sonship it says can we continue in sin because grace abounds there are certain things because you see before what you say people say see you first I've told people this before and again they say P.S. I want you to teach me how to pray I say come to my house I can't teach you how to pray until you see how I pray let's stop mixing let's stop and this is not for you not to enjoy yourself this is not for you to live you a life of we are all holy but it's not a life of um, um, wear long skirt or, or but decency doesn't require being naked even the children are saying yes oh yes oh tell them oh we are still growing up oh we are coming oh please tell them for us oh children you you, you it, it, see if nobody told you let's tell you you can't be coming to church and say I don't like to wear bra then go and go to the club I don't like to wear bra. They're all the nipple, the whole world. What's this? Where do you think you are coming to? If it's club you are going to, then go there and enjoy yourself there. And we and see, and you see, it's so painful sometimes. And no one is saying you should not talk about God, but you confuse the people who are trying to even make a decision of Christ. So they feel like okay, it means that it's okay then, so you can be a pagan yet a believer. in actions pagan. If, 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 we, if you call yourself a Christian shouldn't we see the fruit of righteousness shouldn't we see the growth of righteousness isn't there a Christ like behavior so there are things we should there are just some things we should just know that once we say yes that yes actually comes with certain um, um, consecrations. I have decided to follow Jesus. It comes with some consecrations. You can say I've decided to follow Jesus and you are still going to Shongo's house. But you see, people weigh the consequences as though Shongo is a God. So I will not do that one, no. But that thing you are portraying is a God as well. Pastor David said something yesterday so powerful that we don't look at it from how do they talk that in again? We don't look at it from we, just because you say Jesus doesn't mean it's spiritual. We look at the portal to which it came from, then we know if it's spiritual or not. So just because just because you are not saying, you know, you are listen, that thing of naked being naked is coming from somewhere. Once you control with it, you are representing somewhere. So, in other words, we are bound with Shongo. It's just that it's not the god of iron or the god of fire, they call it. Let's choose this day who we are going to serve. Let them see your life and know that this one, and it's not where long skirt, you can be nice, decently dressed, classically look good. Have you seen the Queen of England? See, some of those things is covered prostitution. That's the truth. And can we talk to Christian ladies? The biggest influencers are not the model. Christ is our model. And just because people put Christian influencer in front of their name, 
doesn't make it a, a point of duty to follow. So what as they do, he says, follow me. Those who through pace and patience have obtained promise. Not those who have 10,000 followers or 100,000 followers. He doesn't obtain promise. That doesn't mean they've obtained promise. You follow those who through faith and patience. You've looked at the trajectory of their life, they've obtained something. You can see the spiritual tangibility. Not everything goes, sir. God likes me the way I am. <laughs> you know, we use some things to just make ourselves feel a certain way. So if a dog who is supposed to be barking after five months I've bought the dog is still doing meow meow, I won't kill the dog. But am I okay with the dog? So just because nothing is happening, does that mean it's an approval from God? some Christian I mean they be dancing what is this one <laughs> what, is, what is all these ones you just, ah. no, I'm not saying you should not dance so I'm not no no don't get me wrong I'm not saying you should not dance so but you see some said you see they are seducing you don't let don't let the Christian brothers fall A friend of mine told me this that when somebody comes and says, one pastor said somebody came like that to the church. He saw he said, please now. Please now, let me preach now. Please now, please, we are begging. Ah. And the, the audacity and the confidence to even enter into some terrain. Let's talk the truth to ourselves. Don't let's be, don't let's be. If choose it this day, let's know if you are for Baal. If you are for us or against us, let's know your way. Stop trying to infiltrate us. Stop infiltrating us. Stop infiltrating us. Stop infiltrating us. We have caught the tactics. Stop infiltrating us. We have caught the tactics. Stop infiltrating us. God loves you. Even sinner, He loves. But because when He said this, like I said, they are judging me. Even sinner, He loves. Uh, but the, uh, the, 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 the sonship requires that I can clap for you and I can spank you. God loves sinners now. Your life is the number one. Your life. It doesn't make you casco. It doesn't make you, I go out, I enjoy, I have fun. I listen to good music, I chill. It doesn't stop you. Are you going to say But there are some things. You just know that, ah. I don't big pass this one now. People, some people at the age of 40, you just say, what is wrong with this one now? Ah, at 40, you are, your dreams is still here. At 40, just 30 more years, you are 70. Your dreams is here. Ah, what is this one now? Ah, what is this one now? Ah. Have you seen the president of a nation whose dreams is here? There is a, there is a, the, 
what's that word posture with royalty there's a posture there's a, there's a poise there's a finesse there's a... glory be to God let's run are you getting blessed today different types of evangelism in your life number two power evangelism John chapter 4 verse 4 48 John chapter 14 verse 11 you see right there the story of Philip's you remember Acts chapter 8 verse 6 to 8 power evangelism Acts chapter 6 Acts chapter 8 pardon me verse 6 to 8 Acts chapter 8 um, verse 6 to 8 and the multitude with one accord either those things spoken by Philip's and hearing and seeing the miracles which he did for unclean spirit crying out with a loud voice came out of men who were obsessed possessed pardon me and men who were paralyzed and lame were healed and there was great joy glory to God in the city somebody shout great joy is coming to my city through me oh that's so powerful right there listen I want to give you that line Acts 8 8 as your line for this month great joy is coming to my city through me do you know that that can be a prophetic word for somebody's life right here great joy is coming to my city through me through the through the things that God is going to run through my life not in terms of money through the power of preaching the gospel great joy is coming to my city through me great joy is coming to my city through me great joy is coming to my city through me Woo! great joy is coming to my city through me Woo! glory to God great joy is coming to my city through me great joy is coming to my city through me great joy is coming to my city through me do you know that anyone who is able to crack how we are going to produce a very powerful movie that gets on Netflix Christ he doesn't have to, Jesus doesn't have to be mentioned in that sense but can pull many to Christ great joy has entered the city through that person great joy is coming to my city through me and so power evangelism I remember one lady I met on the plane I was going from I said I think I've shared this story before from Devna, Colorado and I was going to I think it was Atlanta this was many years ago like four years ago so she sat beside me a white lady and while she sat beside me I just started to, and this is this is what the Bible says the gift of the spirits are given for us to profit with the reason why we have the gift of the spirit in our lives as believers is not to show the world that I prophesied over that person it's actually for conversion of souls also so words of wisdom words of knowledge it's not what we share amongst brethren in Christ it's not only confined to believers meetings how do you think your boss will respond to you if you walk up to him or her in the office and say hey sir how are you doing and in your conversation you can tell him or her some of the things they are going through I know that you know your daughter is sick in the hospital but don't worry I feel I know that everything is going to be okay you know I see that it's like a lump somewhere words of wisdom you will get the attention I sat with that lady right there and I was I just started speaking some words and this is why you should cultivate an habit of praying in the Holy Ghost because when you pray in the Holy Ghost one of the things that praying in the Holy Ghost does is to bring you into the consciousness of the spirit upon which you are operating 
the consciousness number one and number two it gives you sensitivity and so I sat in that plane right beside her and I started hearing some words I started feeling so I tapped at her of course I was scared at first because that was my first I think that was my first or second time in America I didn't want anybody to not embarrass me and then the pilots would now say you come down and we are still on the air so yeah bole bole <laughs> say please I don't want to come down oh. I don't want to come say, come down hey driver Oa, oa, oa. <laughs> See, I was scared a little bit, but I just received boldness. Let me tell you something. The expression of righteousness is not only in the fact that Christ died for your sin, for your sickness, and your poverty, but the scepter of righteousness is actually boldness. Please write what I just said down. The scepter of righteousness is audacity and boldness. That's the scepter of righteousness. That you, you dare no shaking. Because it's a gift of salvation. You dare no shaking. It's the scepter of righteousness. The boldness to enter into places. There is, listen, timidity is not in the curriculum of a believer. No. And please stop, stop saying those things as when I was younger. I was once timid then I'm still sort of I don't really people say those things the spirit of that age checks in to see if they can find something in you that still looks like it and still comes in there you are once timid go repeat God move on now you are bold yes. instead of saying I was once timid starts with I am now bold people find a way to always pull the past in their now conversations I'm wondering why now why? What's the? But you know, it's it, it was a time when people do that thing before. It makes their story sweeter. Yes. But for the discerning, your story is not sweet based on what you have only gone through. Your story is sweeter based on who you are now. He says, "Since I was blind, but now I see." I now that one is big. now. I see. Says, so "I've heard you with the hearings of my ear, but now." I see you. That's what Job said. So stop using your past and start, stop finding a way to try and always bring your past into your story. Yeah, that's right. They just find a way to put it inside by force. So I, sometimes I, some, you that you are confident, sometimes I still catch myself not being bold. But listen, the righteous is as bold as a lion. The hallmark of your authority in Christ is boldness. The scepter given to you when you gave your life to Christ is the scepter of boldness. You strike it, everything parts. So you must know that you are not moving alone. Moving with serious heavenly weaponries. Serious one. They touch you, they crush. Are you hear what I'm saying? They touch. Is that boldness? Listen, there is a boldness you exude to the wicked one. They leave you alone. I've shared this story before when I was on campus. I looked at a girl who was demon possessed just by me saying if you look at me that way I will slap you I didn't even start deliverance they understand some things have you seen a, a mad person touch fire they used to pass when car is coming they used to shift to I thought they would have been mad they said kill me now. Okay. when car is eh. this one this one mad they won't kill me that's what a mad person would say this one mad they won't kill me <laughs> you go shift when they see you they must see authority. 
it must be in your posture in your walking and not only that in your doings the kind of thing you go after the kind of thing you desire the kind of thing you 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 go for must be bigger than you you are doing god no good the earth no good and you no good by playing small smallness is not in heaven is lavish lavish of grace all right oh my time is fast spent all right we'll continue next week um i said come um power evangelism the second the third one is community evangelism matthew chapter 25 verse 35 to 40 remember when jesus said that um yeah, look at it for i was hungry and you gave me food for I was thirsty and you gave me drink and for I was a stranger and you took me in next verse I was naked and you clothed me I was sick and you visited me I was in prison and you came to me listen I want to say something here about the spirit that prison evangelism somebody who's watching me it's been on your heart stop looking for extra for ministrations to go and speak sometimes as pastors we've modeled the heights of ministry is when you start getting invitations but there are people locked in captivity who the only time and whose words can strike a chord and restore hope of their journey is your words garnished with grace God needs people in those places Let's all stop trying to fight for Mike. God needs you right there. Glory be to God. The prison ministry should be restored back. But you see, it says, Why, when do you see a stranger and take you in? Now, community evangelism really just speaks about community impact. You know? But let me teach you something as members of this tribe than you even if you have an NGO Christ must be the center it doesn't mean you can you should call it Christ glory kingdom authority foundation you will never get a grant not even from me the access to funds from the United Nations WH they won't give it to you because I mean which ones all these ones but you know that when you are going there you are not going there to talk. You are going there with power. Even if you are sending, giving them food, as they are eating it, it must be restoring something inside them. Are you getting what I'm saying? We must, we, that's why, even if you have been called to do any kind of ministry, entertainment, art, is the spirit, you know, like we said earlier, it's not just the shout of the name Jesus. It's the spirit of that Christ that must be seen there. So community evangelism you should do that go on outreaches and pack your community but Christ his spirit and his operation there are new media ways and modern ways to preach Christ in some sects without necessarily saying are you getting what I'm saying alright let me run number three is number four is contemporary evangelism contemporary alright very simple the intentionality that comes with you. You know you've never, brings, you've never brought somebody to church. You've not gotten somebody saved. But on Sunday, 
on midweek service on youtube on your instagram can you even just forward to your friends do you know some people are even stingy with liking of of content your church content they say i'm not gonna like them i'm not gonna like them Laddie, laddie no greet me last me. They didn't put me on drip Sunday. I will never like it again. I'm touching something now. I'm, I'm a prophet. So they, they, they only pick fine people and put there. So when I come, they say the battery is low. The battery is low, it cannot snap. So it's only fine people. They know themselves. The same face is, is drip Sunday. The Sunday I now dress drip. They did not snap me. I will like it. It's not fine. The people in Hollywood that want to start child marriage, they don't talk like that. They are talking about their own agenda. They put all those things. Those things are childish. They put it aside to focus on the purpose. After they achieve purpose, they now start to fight. But they will achieve the purpose first. So, be intentional. You know, share the links of your of teachings in church. Send to somebody that needs to hear it. That's one of the ways of preaching the gospel. Like this kind of message tonight. Share with three people. Let it stir something on their inside. Intentional. You know, oh, will you come to my church? Send in your flyers. You know, just intentional. I'll talk more about that. All right? And finally, for tonight, it's creative evangelism. Now, many of you are called to the art entertainment space. Um, you're called to fashion, media, uh, career, business, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know? There's so many things. Some of you right now, you are ripe to own your YouTube page and just speak Christ. You're right. Do you know that? I'll close with this. When we talk about the prince of the power of the air, I've said this again, whosoever owns the airspace rules the landscape. Whosoever owns the airspace. The airspace speaks of media. The more content information is stocked up in that place that projects the agenda of the enemy and causes the influence of his thoughts and his agenda for men to reenact it on the earth and we believers who have superior life have ceased to put that also in the airspace enough to fill up the airspace enough with such and we are saying that Christ is not yet coming. We have to be intentional. This is creative evangelism. You are a fashion person. You are a music producer. You are a beat writer. I've been saying a beat writer. You are a career professional. What can you do creatively to talk about Christ? What are the things that you can do? How can you stuff the air? Now, social media is one of the best tools right now. How can you be so intentional about it? 
because you see one of the things that many of us think when we talk about evangelism is still the old mindset of tracts going from house to house or carrying megaphone I don't used to like those people then I'll just be here hell now what if Jesus comes now you will not make heaven will you be ready when the Lord shall I won't be that's what some, de- some demons say I'm not going you know, some people have decided they're not going now no, you guys can go. You have holiday. Me, I will finish this earth. <laughs> but let me say something here. You know that when Lazarus died and the rich man, he said, even if we said there are men on the earth and prophets, if we send Lazarus to go back, they will still not hear. It tells us that what God was saying, it was that he was counting on the men and the prophets on the earth that it doesn't need another person to come back from their sojourn on the earth it's counting on you and I God is counting on us 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 us. and tonight let us make that renewed consecration and commitment that he can count on us and entrust us with his purpose. Did you hear what I said there? That God can entrust you and I with his purpose. Think about it. Let me show you what I'm saying. Pastor Dayton, please come. Just stay there. Imagine this is God's purpose, which is to have all men saved and come to the knowledge of Christ. Come here so that the people online can see this is God's purpose. This is like God's foul book of purpose. All men should be saved and to come to the knowledge of Christ. It's written in it. This is God's purpose. And God is saying, like he said to Isaiah, who shall I send? Isaiah said, yeah, am I. Send me. And God is saying, can I entrust you with my purpose? Can I give you my purpose and entrust my purpose to you, which is to have all men saved filled with the knowledge can I entrust my purpose to you do you know that do I have any other one with me do I have any other purpose here who have I given my purpose to tell me do I have a purpose anymore now if it fails what has happened to me that's why the Bible says I sought for a man God is always looking for men he doesn't have it with him anymore it has been handed to you and I. Imagine he throws it away. Throw it away. Just throw it away. Imagine he throws it away. Does God have? Does he have? But guess what? Nothing is empty in the realms of the spirit. Somebody else will pick it up. It's either man or the devil. That's how many agendas of God has been perverted. Because the people in which was given to by God to keep it and it was entrusted in their hands they ate with it and threw it away and the devil took it and perverted it for his own cause and his own preacher men went ahead to advance it then God would always have to look for ways how many times in our life has God looked for another plan because the first plan is Adam that was supposed to live forever but the next plan was Jesus how many things in our life is God looking for plans 
because the things he's given to us that he entrusted to us he left that's your boss in at your work is god who has entrusted you there are two things in life you must know there is destiny and there is pathway to destiny the destiny is your destination which is certain relationships association that you call destiny relationships but they are paths which are people who are not on that your destiny journey but they are in your path everybody you meet in your life is in your pathway to destiny that pathway is also important because there are people who God put there for a reason that he wanted the supremacy of your wisdom your knowledge and your anointing to touch them in your pathway with your own destiny but sometimes we are too focused on our destiny that the pathway is no longer necessary for us and there are people who are waiting if you don't come they will not be saved if you don't cry out they will not be healed if you don't pray they will not come to the Lord of Christ they are there waiting somebody must cry out for somebody to come to Christ if the Lord of the harvest is ready and men are not ready that's why I say pray that the Lord will send laborers it is a pray that the Lord will get ready the problem is always laborers not God so God never does anything if he doesn't see people that is able to carry it on because he doesn't want to waste resources please what God has given to you let's use it for his glory let's shine the light of this gospel everywhere let's defend the faith of the gospel let's be energized by the gospel because this is the life that we live at the end of it all what is there to life solomon saw everything he had concubines he had wives he had money you know what his testament was in the end all is vanity all is vanity one day everybody's going to go and be with god in heaven but the question is what will the children 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 say about you at the end of it all all is vanity you wouldn't die young you will live to fulfill your purpose on the earth. But what is most important, you will get to heaven on that day and with a big hug, welcome home, that good and faithful servant. And from the scope of where you stand from in the heavenlies, you can see the many people who have impacted thousands of others through your own intentionality to reach them for Christ. And this is how generations upon generations are perpetuated just by the intentionality of one man. May you be an Abraham in your time. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God bless you. Let's take the offering. Amen. Alright, you may be seated. Let's take our offerings. You see, this is the mindset we use when we even give in off- with our offerings. Right? It's that mindset that we give to support kingdom cause. We give to create enabling environments for people to fellowship with God, to have encounters with God. Do you know one day the Lord showed me something? That everyone who shares testimonies in your church, you are a part of it. Because your giving created them the atmosphere for them to be able to receive it. That's the confidence that yours is coming to. It's the mindset we used to give. Glory to God. We hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much He wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in His presence.